What would you guys do on purge night? I'd find all copies of this purge that we're about to talk about and burn them. (laughs) (laughs) Be a movie superhero. Well, it's not technically on video yet. Yeah. No, I mean, break in the movie theaters and burn the film. It's very flammable. uh, And for the digital places, you know, you'd have to stab the hard drives or whatever. Delete all the VODs. There's, you know, there's ways. I'd figure I'd be planning, planning it out, you know, the whole year so that when purge time comes, I'm ready. Okay, well, that'll get rid of this movie, maybe, but we've already seen it. It doesn't help us. I'm, I'm helping <laughs> future generations of, uh, of people. What would you do if it was actually happening, though? Lockdown somewhere. I mean, that's the, the... I'm not a superhero, action hero. I'm a chubby, short person um, who gets winded going upstairs. So I'm not, I'm not going out purging. Yeah, I'm with you, John. I do not have the body of a fighter or uh, uh, apparently a drug lord. I do not have the stamina to even consider uh, going out in the streets and attempting to hold my own. I've never fired a gun. Um, I don't think I'm very good with weapons of any kind. (laughs) So I would definitely just go out into some unpopulated area and just hide it out. This is Texas. We've got big swaths (laughs) of unoccupied land. Um, yeah, what was it? It's only a 12-hour period, yeah. right? So I think uh, I'm more likely to hurt myself than hurt anybody else. <laughs> You're loading your gun wrong and fired off in your yeah. pants or something like that. It's a danger. Happened about- to Plexico Burris. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> what about you, Garrett? Uh, well, recently, uh, John recommended, and you'll hear about it eventually, that we watch a movie called Leprechaun 4, Leprechaun in Space. Greatest movie of all time. So I would actually break into John's house and murder and torture him to death for making me have to half watch this movie because that is one of the roughest things I've ever had to do in my life. And I've had a kind of rough life. I, I don't know. I, I you're, you, you, John, you, that was what I would do on my purge night. I would, I would take you out for making me watch that garbage. Dang. All right. Fair. I tell you, I watched it twice already this month. <laughs> then you deserve to be put down. I'm, that's all I'm saying. You deserve it. Well, you guys are being very specific, and um, you're you're really willing to put yourself in the line of fire for for film. So I guess I appreciate that. You're not worried about getting stabbed or shot on the way to John's house. Not if it means getting John back for this. <laughs> I mean, I'm willing to I'm willing to risk it. Honestly, you know, like I've I've grown up in some pretty fucked up neighborhoods. I wouldn't say I'm like street savvy, but you know, like. Yeah. I, I, I'm good at identifying shit, you know, when I'm in places, I'm kind of like, all right, you know what, we're not going to go down there. You know, I, I think I could at least make it to John's house. Now, I don't know if I go on like a purge killing spree. I don't think I'd be like, like, yeah, let's just go fuck people up. Because honestly, it's a lot of work. And really, what are you going to get out of that? You just can make a lot of enemies. People are going to start plotting against you for the next purge, you know. It's one, so, one of my purge plot holes is do none of these people think about what happens the tomorrow. Yeah, the it's still day. it's still illegal the next day, but Hey Steve, you know. remember when you tried to hit me with that <laughs> yeah. socket wrench? I'm never gonna forget that. I mean it's still illegal, but they could still kill you like the next day. I mean they just may go to jail for it as opposed to to not. So yeah, I don't know. Um I'm too lazy for the purge. It looks like way too much effort. It does, doesn't it? I just want to be out of the uh purge zone and just be done with it. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of complicated. I think we should we should get into it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think video games will give me the uh, relief I need Truth. that apparently The Purge is meant to do, but let's get into it.
today we're talking about the first Purge. Not the first Purge movie. The movie named the first Purge, not the original Purge movie. Yeah, we just went and saw it in the theater like what, like an hour ago. Yeah. Yeah, this is the newest film we've ever done. It's literally days old. 2018. Yeah. What do you, how long do you think that movie was? Was it like uh, oh. 10, 12 hours? It was too long. Definitely too long. No, um, it wasn't that long. It was an hour and 38 minutes, you guys. Oh, and it felt every single one of those. And you know what's going to be weird is I'm the only one here that liked that movie. I did like it. I enjoyed that movie, yes. <laughs> My wife liked it too. But I thought we all walked out of it feeling the same way. I agree, Mark. I thought we all left there thinking the same thing. This movie was trash and horrible. I'm not going to say it was like the best horror movie I've seen, but it definitely was not as bad as you guys seem to be make, thinking it was. Of all the purges, it's my least favorite. Oh, see, I, w- I wish this would have been the only pur- Honestly, this movie could have been a movie that was not called The Purge, and it would have been ju- you know, it would have been awesome. I think it kind of <laughs> suffers being part of the purge Maybe. genre. I mean, it literally has the purge in it, so it kind of has to be. But I feel like they should have started off the series with this right here. Now, before we get too deep into this, and we will, I just wanted to bring up a couple of things um, non-purge related because it's something that's kind of crazy going on right now with the Child's Play franchise. Oh, yeah. Um, apparently, MGM is making a reboot of the Chucky Child's Play movie franchise. They're still moving forward with the Child's Play television show that we heard about when we went to Frightmare. That's still going to have Brad Dourif, but this new one is not going to have Brad Dourif or any returning characters uh, that we know of. From what I understand, Chucky is now going to be a technically advanced doll. He's not going to be uh, possessed by any type of voodoo or anything cool or supernatural. Um, so he's just so like, a, like a robot doll who's gone crazy. Why even call it Child's Play at that point? Yeah. It's just a, call it something else. It's like, like God like, damn it, you guys. Free name, Robo Doll. You know, <laughs> Death Doll. Yeah. All these are better than using Child's Play. I don't know what's going on with this. Apparently, there's some sort of dual rights issue, kind of like with uh, for the Friday 13th series, that the MGM found it, out that they could reboot this and do their own wow. thing. It's crazy that... Like, even in the 1980s, rights for shit were so fucked up. Like, I feel like in 20 years, no one's going to have dual rights on Marvel movies, you know? Like, they sorted all that shit out, but it feels like all properties from the 80s are owned by, like, 12 people. And a lot of this stuff happens based off when your company starts really needing money, and you can't foresee that all the time. Although, I can foresee it right now. If you make a shitty Child's Play (laughs) movie, you just hurt that franchise. So, when they make your second Child's Play movie at MGM, it will suffer. And you know what? It'll... I'm so pissed right now, Mark. They what may the argue. Now, if I'm an MGM person and I have no soul and I'm just, you know, let's say I made the first purge and greenlit that, they would say there is no Child's Play franchise right now. There hasn't been a movie in a couple of years. It's done really, really well. There's been two movies on Netflix recently, so the franchise is still alive. Yeah. but is With it, Dorf is it, and all the people involved. Is it making the kind of money a greedy person thinks it should be making? It's making that sweet Netflix money, baby. <laughs> Uh, you, you know, I've only seen part two, the one we did for uh, the series. I'm still working my way through the trim reverse. I've got one of those left, and then I'm going to move to Child's Play. Wow. How's your punishment going? Um, I got to be honest, I kind of like them. Okay. Uh, two is the worst, three is the next worst, and then number five in Africa was actually kind of fun, and number four in the Old West where it's uh, his his grandfather or whatever, <laughs> uh, Burt Gummer's grandfather, was actually kind of fun, but kind of like television level budget yeah I mean, didn't ernest p world go to africa and the old west like are they just following the ernest franchise <laughs> if he trimmers? was still alive i'd like to see him make a crossover with burt <laughs> gummer and ernest p world oh my <laughs> god 
You know what I mean, Bert? But anyway, uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on with this. I can't imagine anybody who's into Child's Play would support this type of reboot. I, w- I would give them credit. Like, the thing is, is like, you know, I liked the Friday the 13th remake. Now, granted, it's not as good as some of the original ones, but like the one in 2009, I really enjoyed. I'm with you. So, you know what? When I, fr- when I first heard about this monstrosity, I was like, oh, with modern technology, they could make that doll really scary. The possession stuff could be really intensely, like, unique with film and, you know, stuff that we've learned in horror movies. I was completely kind of like, okay, I'll give this a chance. But when you told me Dorf wasn't involved, I was like, all right, there's strike one. Then you told me there's no possession of the doll. There's strike two. I just don't want to... It's a matter of seconds before you say something else that gives them strike three, and I'm completely out. It's sure. literally something other than Child's Play at this point. It's, it's a just cash another, grab with a It's name. another doll movie that has nothing to do with the franchise, and they're just using the title. The director of this is Lars Cleveberg. He did Polaroid. It's being produced by David Katzenberg and Seth Graham Smith, who did It. Um, Those guys, yeah, producing, though, is just a blanket yeah, term I nowadays. Yeah, I know, but they, they, they tack names on of other successful horror franchises. To of get course, how many weight. fucking movies has Eli Roth produced that were right. absolute garbage, True. you know? So Yeah, um, the guy who wrote Kung Fury 2 is pinning the Kung script. Kung Fury 2. All right, strike three. There we go. I'm fucking out. This is. I want to change the subject right now. All right. <laughs> I'm so mad. Well, this, you, this you ruined be- my day. You're welcome. I'm happy to help. Uh, this starts <laughs> filming in September. Uh, we'll see what the hell happens I with this. I have to say, it's child's played out. Ooh. And with that... <laughs> Mark, could you smack John <laughs> in your position? <laughs> and with that, I think that's going to do... Um, Look, I've I don't got. want anybody to get hurt, but I do want that like production just to be plagued with so many problems. I want it to cost them so much money, they'll never think about touching child's play ever again. They're going to knock it out in six months. It'll be in the theaters for two weeks and go straight to Netflix. Oh, God. We'll forget about this in two years. Yeah. All right, First Purge, 2018. This was directed by Gerard McMurray. It stars Elon Noel as Dimitri, Lex Scott Davis as Nia, Jovian Wade as Isaiah, Mugga as Dolores, Marissa Tomei as Dr. Updale, Patch Dara as the Chief of State, and Rotimi Paul as Skeletor. Wait, Marissa Tomei was the blonde lady? Mm-hmm. She was the doctor who I didn't realize the that purge. the whole fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this chick is a bad actress. Who is this? And I could not. And then when you just said that, I was like, oh, my God. Her face just instantly matched up. And I was like, okay, wow. Okay, look, there's a fight that you or I have are going to have later, but it's not this episode because you're right. She was terrible in this Listeners, movie. Listeners, it is about to go down. So get your fucking pitchforks <laughs> ready. It is Marissa Tomei versus Rosie Perez. All right, get out there, get on the social media, start forming sides, because when it goes down, it's going down hard. This this is not the soapbox I'm going to stand on, because this is not her best work. I'm going to kick like, you yeah, right out no, that I'm fucking soapbox. I'm pro Marissa Tomei. All yeah. right, you guys are going to gang up, no, but you know what? My numbers will grow. Her biological clock is ticking. Listeners, <laughs> get behind me on this one. Rosie Perez for life. You're wrong, Garrett. You're wrong. Anyone who did My Cousin Vinny is fine in my book. Fuck My Cousin Vinny, you know? Do the right thing. What? Pineapple Express. I could keep going on. Rosie, baby. If you're listening out there, Rosie Perez, I love you. I just want you to know that. You're amazing. You're a national treasure. I'm not saying she's not. No. She's no Marissa Tillman. Agreed. Anyway, um, IMDb says this about the film. After the rise of the third political party, the new founding fathers of America, an experiment is conducted. No laws for 12 hours on Staten Island. No one must stay during the experiment, yet there's 5,000 for anyone who does. So that is the... Who stays and participates. Correct. Now you got 5,000 for just for staying, 
and then you got extra if you participate. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I did. I caught that like you get a bonus, a performance bonus, yeah. <laughs> but I didn't get the fact that it was like you get five k no matter what. So before we really jump into this, let's just say this is going to be spoiler heavy. So if this yeah. is something you In wanted fact, to see, Gary, you should play our spoiler horn. Oh yeah, you know what? Spoiler we, horn. We got spoiler horn people. <laughs> That's also going to be the first sound you hear when the purge starts in real life. <laughs> So if you hear that horn in any other episode, early spoilers. If I you mean, hear that horn at the club, it's about the purge duck. time. <laughs> Get on the dance floor. Okay, so I, this is the only purge film I've ever seen. I went in blind. I intentionally did not want to watch any of the other ones because I didn't know how similar this one was going to be to the others. Every purge movie except the first one is exactly the same. No kidding. Yes. So, I mean, God, it's got a template. I, I did research about the first couple Purge movies. Yeah. There's three, I think, There's right? There's three, yep. Yeah, I did the research about the first two. And let me tell you, the reason I like this one so much is because the first two stories are fucking garbage. Like, yeah. they, they have such little meaning behind them it's more just like oh we thought of a a cool idea and let's we gotta throw a twist in there and then the twist is not even that impressive two is my favorite purge by far i would say two is definitely better than one because you learn a lot of the backstory behind it But like the first one basically is this dude who sells security systems Mm -hmm. to prevent people from getting fucked up during the purge and his family fucks it up and lets someone in the house during the the purge and so his perfect little system is jeopardized by his kid another reason not to have kids y'all his kid's such an idiot in the first purge and then you find out that like these people break in and they're about to purge the family and you find out it's his neighbors who are jealous that he has a better purge protection system it's like a multi-layered m night Shyamalan kind of bullshit where they just want this guy this poor guy we're not here to talk about Purge number one. We should one day. It doesn't make any sense at all. Um, but it is better than this Purge. No, it's not. Purge number one is better than the first Purge. And I will never forgive the producers of the Purge for naming this shit the first Purge. This is the this is the Perez-Tome situation all over again. You're wrong, Mark. <laughs> now, Garrett, have you seen the other ones, though? Or are you just basing this on what you've read? I actually watched a very comprehensive video about the second one. And I realized I had seen the first one before. Um, okay. I didn't think I had, and then I was like, "Oh wait, I've actually seen the first one." I was gonna be, say, I was gonna say, it'd be tough to actually say this one's better if you hadn't seen them. So, my, I'm, I'm the one that hasn't seen any of these, so I can't say. Yeah. I will say that watching this one doesn't make me interested to see the others, but I probably will eventually get around to it. I think they're worth watching. Um, this one follows the same general principle. People's plan for the purge is to just hunker down. Something goes wrong. They end up on the streets. And now they're just traveling through a purge hellhole to get from one sort of set piece battle to another set piece battle. So on and so forth until the end of the night. And that is kind of what we get at the end of this film. Yes. Uh, but this one is actually framed around this whole idea of an experiment, right? So we've got a, a third political party, as IMDb told us, that has taken control, I guess because the Republicans and Democrats had failed yeah, for the, too long. The new founding fathers, um, a very thinly veiled kind of super right wing NRA type party. Imagine like the Tea Party and the, the Freedom Caucus like combined, but with a very like heavy kind of like, we know what's best yeah. kind of like the dream is dead let's create a new dream type of thing yeah so the first third of this movie is like the wire 
And uh, then the purge starts. It's nothing like the wire. <laughs> it is very heavy-handed in social commentary of our current political situation here in America. Yeah, like a hundred percent more than the other ones, which had a lot of the same commentary. But at least there was some subtlety. They just threw like all subtlety. And look, I agree with the with the good guys in the purge. I guess I would be anti-purge in real life, but it's just so over the top, man. It's like oh, this whole it's ninety minutes just getting beat down about how bad America's become and what's going on with our country. And see, I kind of, I, I mean, yes, a lot of the, the social commentary was super heavy handed. Yeah. There was a few scenes, and we'll talk about them when we get there, that were very much like, get it, get it. <laughs> like, you just like, they were screaming it in your face. Like, yeah. if you didn't get this, we're going to say it just so you understand. And then, um, and big surprise, this third party political party is also corrupt, right? Yeah, they all have an underlying agenda. Well, they're not necessarily corrupt. They have a a goal in mind, and they're yes. willing to. It's bend kind the of a yeah. It's a very there. fucked up goal, yeah. but I mean, like on paper, you could make an argument for it. It's the Thanos it's very, argument. It's very fucked up, and it's very like not right. Yes, I was I was getting flashes of Thanos from Infinity Wars. Yeah. Like, oh, they want the same thing. Yeah, it's kind of like that. And I mean, the thing is, is like this is not you know this is not far off from what some political parties currently are doing. I mean, not the 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 purging part of it, but the right. Hey, if we can get rid of the low income, you know, minority people that we have to basically put on social programs, all of our problems will be solved, right. which is fucking bullshit. But anyway, like, right? We're not normally a political party, but if you think we're talking about you, we probably are. You're the bad guys yeah <laughs> so um, you should feel bad so anyway they they rise to power like mark says they actually get elected that their president gets elected and so they're going to do the experiment to see if this can actually work and this movie i was mentioning this to mark on the way out uh because i found it personally to be so boring my mind had a lot of time to wander and it occurred to me for the first time the 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 premise of the purge is all crime is legal now i'm a student of the american government they could only make all federal crime illegal. So it makes it, I don't believe that New York State would have been the wisest place to start the first purge because you can't make state crime. The federal government can't absolve you of state criminal laws. They should have done like Texas or somewhere where I believe this would happen. Okay, you're, you're overthinking this. <laughs> I'm no, just throwing right. that out there. You're right. How did they but, land on Staten Island of all fucking places? It doesn't make any sense. Anyway. Well, they because Staten Island is, well, it was actually filmed in Buffalo, but um, <laughs> they, they phrased it as Staten Island. It's actually like was considered to be like, this is the hotbed of like low income crime in one of the most populated cities. Yeah. Which is weird though, because like they made it in New York, Staten Island, New York. Right. And I mean, the the general, like, you know, most people think, oh, New York, tons of crime. But New York has, like, per populace, has one of, like, the lower crime rates right. in the U.S., which is, like, okay. And they should have dumped on Detroit some more. Yeah. We're so collectively good at dumping on Detroit. <laughs> that, we'd all be best, like, oh, yeah, that makes the sense. the best lawless the city home in of the Robocop. country. Staten Island is super gentrified anyway. It's all fucking rich people in Staten Island. Again, they were going with very stereotypical, like, you know. Like these, like these, they had these projects, which might be real life projects, actually. I don't know. Okay. Um, But then they had all these buildings around them that just had these beautiful views of the skyline of Manhattan. And apparently there are somehow slums. It's like, that is not at all what's left in New York. Maybe 50 years ago or in the 80s. No, there's still a lot of that there. But yes, it is slowly being gentrified. And that place is, you know, those places. Anyway. I don't want to get into that whole thing. But I do want to say, John, I laughed a lot. We walked out of the theater and you were talking about the political <laughs> socio uh, 
uh, side of the purge and you said, I would like to see a West Wing purge. Yes. <laughs> and all I could think of was like a Rob Lowe waking up in a bed with a prostitute. like, I got to get to the White House. We got a purge going on. Yeah, show me that, man. Well, the That's... original purge movie takes place in like what? Like a rich California neighborhood right. or something like that? That is the whole like shock of it. Like, oh, this doesn't happen here. We're in But the... oh, wow. And then yeah. you find out it's other rich people who are like, well, we're jealous or we're pissed at this yeah. guy. So we're going to purge. And it's like, oh, God. anyway, this one was so much better than the other purge movies i'm sorry mm. I'm, I'm again i know i'm the minority yeah. here i'm the one that actually thought it was good and i mean I had a uh, really great soundtrack i'll give it that yes amazing soundtrack if you like uh like modern hip-hop and yeah. rap great soundtrack i don't think there was any bad acting in the film either Agreed. other than marissa tomei who was a little wooden and felt like she was just there but her yeah. part in the movie is so slim anyway that I wasn't really bothered by it, but it wasn't. I wonder was if they were like pivotal. That's the problem. Yeah, is like it was, it was a pivotal. Like she was like supposed to be like that surprise morality. Like oh my god, we tried this, but she wasn't. She invented the purge. Well, she she thought she was she was a scientist, so she just wanted to see if the experiment could work. And when she realized it, spoiler alert, it wasn't working yeah. the way they thought. And then when they realized that someone's been tipping the scales to make it look like it was working, she was supposed to be that like morality moment of like oh my god, this is. It wasn't working. We shouldn't be doing this. And you guys are just forcing this to happen for your own reasons. But yeah. she's not given the chance. But she she's immediately that. caught and then she gets <laughs> yeah. executed in the street. Well, she has a moment there, but she delivers yeah. that like scene so woodenly. Because like all prequels too, we know that the purge works. Like it doesn't, well not works, but it has to continue, right? So they're kind right. of and boxed in the, by the fact That's the prequel that, dilemma yeah. is anytime you have a prequel, you have to play by a subset of rules right. and then your story has to be structured to make the other movies make sense. Which is, I think, what was part of the problem with Marissa Tomei's story. Also, I wonder if she only like had one day to film all her scenes. And they just filmed them back to back. They could have knocked that out in a day, yeah. for sure. And just sent her. Um, so, yeah, so we touched on it a bit that the Purge originally like wasn't working. People weren't killing each other. They were just sort of looting and vandalizing and stuff. And so my wife and I had this argument. That's how I feel what would happen in real life. I don't think people would default to murder. Well, they had parties where they'd get yeah. together and be like, hey, we're not going to Purge. Let's just have a good party and like hang out with each other. She thinks everyone would just start killing each other. Nah. I yeah I, I don't think that murder would go I mean yeah there'd be some crazy people like uh, what they call them Skeletor in this movie who would go and kill people but I think most people would probably rob you know do drugs like that's, quality of life crimes that's kind of what I was hoping to see more of and it went straight to murder like like almost immediately like we yeah. see one guy who's trying to break into an ATM I was like okay we're gonna kind of slowly yeah. build up to the murder nope. That scene lasts maybe thirty seconds. <laughs> first death, and then here we go. But that was that was the the point of that. That was like we we went straight to murder. But the the whole crux of that was only one or two people were actually doing that yeah. out of the entire island. Everyone else was doing petty crimes, and they have a scene where Tome Tome and the other guy, the white dude, I can't remember his name. His name is Arlo. He's the chief of state of the new political party. Arlo's the character's name? Yeah. So Arlo was like, you know, like, you promised us better numbers. She's like, it's an experiment. I couldn't guarantee what would happen. And we're seeing what's happening. And he's not happy about that. And so they start politicizing and showing like the one murder, like, look, it's starting, you know, and then, but I mean, they did that to kind of illustrate that most people probably wouldn't get down with this right off. Uh, yeah, I agree. I don't think it's the law that's keeping everyone from killing each other. Like People people by nature want yeah. order. They want some kind of social order and structure. I mean, that's why we always kind of gravitate towards that. Even like during like the fucking Salem witch trials and shit like that, they wanted a form of order. I mean, it was completely Crazy, bonkers. But, yeah. but people want that, you know? And well, the you majority want to be able of people to feel want safe that. in your village or town or right. what, you know, yeah, survival. That's so. why we have society and that's why we have, you know, 
morals and ethics and I mean, shit, you get, that's why the Bible was written, if you want to get yeah. into that argument, you know, a set of guidelines to keep people from being fucking godless heathens. So they're trying to sell it to us as what? This is a 12-hour period. Everybody's built up frustrations and angers, you know, that we're all, I guess, we're burying deep inside. Yeah. Because we all have the murderous rage, and we need to release it to do what exactly? So to- that we're all chill the rest of the year. So, you know. 364.5. It's our catharsis. Yeah. Days of the year. We're solid. Half a day a year. Because it's only 12 hours. It's not even a full purge day. It's but more like a purge night. Or there's like a video s- games. There's sex. There's, you know, drugs. But there's all these other. But there's sex, drugs, and rock and roll, man. There's like, also the psychological aspect of it, too. Like, you know, like John made us watch Leprechaun 4. I fucking want to punch him <laughs> in his face. But you know what? If I had to save it for one night, I would save it. So, again, only one night versus the rest of the year. Listen, the pain of Leprechaun 4 will dull over time. I don't think you want to punch him. I hope you're right. I really hope you're right. I didn't even know there was pain. I enjoyed it. (laughs) All right. So, let's talk a little bit about the cast. Um, This is centered around a previous girlfriend and boyfriend. The girlfriend, Nia, is against the purge. Kind of leading up to it, they show the area that we're going to be spending our time with in the film. Half of the group of people are ready for this. They're signing up for the program. You're angry. Yes, I'm angry. Very angry. You want to release that anger? I need to. Thank you for your honest answers. In the box, you have recording lenses, contacts. Should you choose to actively participate... Wear them on the evening and they'll document everything you do. As I said, greater participation yields greater financial compensation. Next, we'll implant a tracking device. After that, you'll be all set, as I say, to purge. They do get really cool contacts that glow in the dark. With, yeah. So those were pretty neat. And video recorders. And in yeah, them. so yeah. the state could watch everything from like a first-person perspective. that there are a bunch of different colors. Some people got green, some got purple. Yeah, that was know. a little odd. Yeah. I thought they'd be blue for a reason, but apparently no. it's literally just cosmetic. Yeah. Um, I imagine there's like an app on your phone where you could be like, you know what, I want green colors. Well, that's a point they make in the movie too, is like they're like, well, you kind of already stacked the deck by offering low-income, you know, people yeah, they five thousand dollars to basically participate in this so it's like they kind of knew like hey we're stacking the deck um so do they, you think the colors were like a code like skeletor got purple ones yeah and he was the psycho of the film he's the one that's actually ready to start this murdering uh the film opens up with him being interviewed by the scientists doing the experiments he's like I just want to purge, and then yeah. we get the purge. He's very rolling. important to the purge. They he invented the term. He's the first killer of the purge. Well, they start the movie on two extreme close-ups of Arlo and then Skeletor, who is kind of like this like crazy base head thug, you know. Yeah, he has psycho. some cool scars. He has a really that. cool scarification. Yeah. But um, they had like they start the movie on an extreme close-up of these two people talking to each other, and I was like, oh, you got to pull this back. You do not want to linger that long on extreme close-ups. I will say the guy that was acting, the... Um, Skeletor guy? Rotimi Paul, he did a really good job as yes. a psychopath. I think everyone, including Mercy Tomei to an extent, did the best they could with a weak script. Well, see, that that is worth... Yeah, I think This so is too. what I will say. I like the movie, but I did make a note that the dialogue was excessively basic. Yes. Like, it was like screenwriting 101 level dialogue, you know, like parts where like the subtext and the the situation and what was said beforehand speaks for itself. And then someone in the script would be like, 
And that's why we closed doors. It's like, yeah, no, we got it. We, we, we know why we closed doors. We just watched it happen. Yeah. Someone just alluded to it. You don't need to say it. And that movie was littered with like, by the way, in case you missed our like subtle good writing, here it is for you spelled out. But I also think some of the other, like the, the way the film is constructed and how it plays out is very basic too. Like after, you know, this is later on in the movie, but Skeletor pops in just at the right moment to yeah. resolve a conflict. We get we get a montage scene, you know, just stuff that we've already seen kind of before. And I was just like, all right, we're just kind of paint by numbers this whole thing. There were some funny moments. I think they stumbled upon them by accident, but I, I did get a few chuckles. I was laughing at some unintentional yeah. comedy. In the I mean, film. the other Purge movies are very paint by numbers as well, though. They're very like, con- yeah. for convenience sake, these things happen. Or, oh no, that just happened. Well, I guess it's time to reveal the scene. Yeah. I mean, it's it's so heavy handed. And this one's no different in that aspect. Right, um, none of these movies are like no. exceptional. No. You know, they're they're... All pretty. I want to say B and C level yeah, horror films. I would, I would put this one as a high B. I would not put it as an A, but I'd put it as a high B. So I mentioned the girlfriend and boyfriend that uh, it kind of centers around Nia and Dimitri. So they dated in the past. Dimitri has taken to a life of crime. He's apparently now a crime lord at what, age 37. Uh, runs the seedy <laughs> underbelly of this. He's got a whole like cocaine organization. Yeah, yeah it's got like, a lot. The dude it basically like a is a very like, big operation for a man of his age. Yeah, imagine like, I don't want to say kingpin level, but he's definitely like, you know, like the, the they call him the top dog. Yeah, the, the king. The, the top dog and the king, you know, because he basically runs all crime. Everything that goes down in, in Staten Island goes through him. He's kind of the top, top of the top. Yeah, and Nia is not having it. Uh, I guess when he was on his way up the crime ladder, she abandoned that yeah, whole their life. Their ages seem very disparate now that you think. Now that you mentioned, they it. seem way too when, young when, to be as well, no, as much as he, he had. He seems much older than she did. Too. Did you th- did you take that? Away? Uh, yeah. See, I didn't think they were that far apart. I felt like if he was thirty five, I mean, she can have been later than her twenties. Oh no, she was. She, I mean, she was probably late 20s, but yeah, that's not that terribly far apart. All right. But, you know, I don't know. It's, I didn't have a problem with that. I didn't find that like to be. It didn't occur to me at all while watching the movie. <laughs> now that we're picking apart every bit of it. But yeah, Mark, Mark's right. So she kind of has a like, I'm not going down that path with you. He continues down the, the path of crime and he's basically kind of like a crime boss. Yeah. Um, she's got her younger brother who is coming up and kind of putting on the fake facade that he's going to school and doing the right thing, but you find out he's actually selling drugs on the corner and uh, Skeletor cuts him with, due to a bad drug deal. The, the, the crackhead comes up and cuts his face. Mm-hmm. And then the purge is still counting down. We're like a couple hours away from the purge. Yeah. Dimitri, the, the, the crime boss, is like, okay, during this purge, I want none of my guys doing any of this. You're not going to participate because... You know, we we do things this way. We don't need to go to this route. It's going to fuck everything up. We're not yeah, going to do it. This movie had the longest pre-purge time that I remember. Most of them have way less lead up to the purge. And it felt like they were just setting up characters so they could kill them later. Because, like, I was supposed to feel really emotional around certain deaths, I guess, that I was just like, oh, all right. See, I'm glad they did that because the, 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 the Purge movies I'd seen before, like, I didn't give a shit about any of those characters. Yeah, but I didn't care about these characters either. Uh, see, I kind of cared about some of them. I, mean, I did have a problem because Dimitri eventually becomes the hero. Yeah. He's the one that kind of is like, fuck this. They've come in. They're stacking the decks. They're, they're Well, this is his Marvel origin story. He becomes a superhero and can do things that I was just baffled by. He takes by. out a whole 
building. He he fights through the smog and smoke, doing all kinds of like blade level acrobatics yes. and shit. Um, so I was going to ask you, Garrett, which Marvel character is he? Which Marvel character is he? Yeah, this is this seems like a backstory for a, a comic book character. It's like Punisher, maybe. Yeah, I, I want to say Punisher, Punisher meets Luke, Luke. If a Punisher and Luke Cage had a gay baby, <laughs> that would be him. <laughs> You've got some good lineage, Dimitri. But I mean, that's, that's just Hollywood. They they definitely have a few, like, I, I could tell they were inspired by some of the scenes from Black Panther because yeah. some of the fights are very, like, it's like, is this inner city Black Panther? Because I'm into it. But um, You know whose story I wanted to see? Dolores. She see, was my favorite character of the movie. By far. She was enjoyable, but I think she had very, her lines were very, like, predictable. So I was kind of like, uh-oh, here oh, she goes. I had a blast. I wanted to see her journey about getting lost, losing her phone, having bubble guts. As far <laughs> as I'm concerned, that movie needed more sass. Yes, agreed. Like maybe 10 more, more three sassy wise moments. Men. And the, yeah, the three wise men were great yes. too. So anyway, yeah, you were saying that Isaiah is getting in with the wrong crowd. The sister's getting concerned. Mm-hmm. He has his confrontation with Skeletor and decides... I'm going to take part in the purge and get my revenge. Yes, I'm going to get I'm going to go into the purge and, you know, get even with that dude who made me look bad in front of everyone. But back to my point real quick though. Okay. Dimitri becomes the hero of this movie. He basically is the one that organizes people to fight back and, you know, yes. like stop cuz he realizes that the deck has been stacked. They realize they're they're fucking with the experiment on purpose and we'll get more into that how that happens. But Dimitri becomes the like the hero and I had the hardest time accepting him as the hero because, like, there's a part where he kills someone. He's like, we don't do this stuff behind the scenes on one night. I'll kill people right in the daylight, right in front of people. That's how we do it. And I'm like, this guy is, like, a killer who sells drugs to his community, who's basically, yeah. like, exploiting his own community. And now suddenly we're like, he's the one who cares about the – he's the glue that keeps the community together. I'm like, I had a real hard well, time accepting a guy who how was – phrase it. He – he is the hero because he kills everybody, but he was also really only going for one thing. Like, he did not care that they were killing people on the first, second, third floor. Like, he didn't try to intervene. He had one mission, which was to go save his ex-girlfriend. Well, no, he he basically was like, we're going to stop these these gangs that are, I call them gangs, we'll get right. more into it. Mercenaries. Like, he basically said, we're going to stop them from making it look like this is working. Right. So it he literally become, happens like, in every purge. They're he, always mercenaries. Yeah, he becomes the right hand of morality on this tale, and it's like, I, I had a hard a s- time because I was just like, dude, he still sells drugs and kills people in broad daylight when he wants to. Today it was two people we know, but every day it's at least two who are hurt because of you, D. I don't know what the way. Come on, I grew up here too. We all have to make choices in life to heal or to hurt, and you chose the latter. Now the purchase one day. You, Dimitri. Destroyed his community 364 days a year. I think it's a situation of, you know, the enemy of my, my enemy, enemy yeah. kind of thing. They're coming in on his turf. This is his area and he's got to protect it. You know, um, he sees that there is some injustices going on. It just happens to align him with his goal of saving his ex-girlfriend. If anyone's going to take advantage of this community, it's going to be him. <laughs> but that was the thing. It's like, you're absolutely right, Mark. And that's why I accepted him as like the hero for most of it. But at the same time, it was like, well, when this is over, he's just going to go back to exploiting these people. He's still going to go back to selling drugs to these people. That would be he's an still going to go back story. to killing other people. And it was like, I don't right. know though because his whole crew the, was wiped out. Well, I mean, out. he's going to change now. This is right. definitely a defining moment for him. But like, and everybody at the end of the film were like, "My man, you saved us all!" Like the oh, hero you saved some yeah. of y'all. Everyone <laughs> was everyone was very supportive and happy to have like the crime boss, drug dealer, kingpin back at like you know like, "Hey, what's up, top dog?" You're just like, you guys know that he's a bad dude, right? It's yeah. like, and granted, maybe if we had more of an exposition at the end where we showed that he really had gone through a permanent change. 
that would have that would have lessened the blow of me like, oh, okay, he's legitimately changed his ways now. But we didn't get that. No. They literally walk out at the end and then just kind of like, and smash cut, we're done. I would argue too, they went too far. So like every Purge movie, what ends up happening is a bunch of mercenaries just start killing everyone. And so then they start killing a whole fucking apartment building floor by floor. I would think if you're trying to sell the Purge to the rest of America, completely wiping out Staten Island is probably like, that might be too far. People would be like, I don't know about that, right? You want to have a, a good amount of killing, but maybe not kill everybody. I agree. There's definitely a deeper conversation needs to be had happened about like the results of the purge yeah. and what it actually like meant to different parts of the country. See, that would be an interesting movie, like a court drama movie about go. like the effects of the first purge and West how it Wing. actually Yes. Purge you know, West Wing. Let Law and Order <laughs> Purge Edition. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do any of these films start like showing the strife or maybe the contempt from a previous purge going into the next purge? No. That is such they an do, opportunity. They a lot of them are so number one is kind of its own thing, but like number two and three, number two has a like underground group that's anti-purge. Um, and they talk a little bit in the second and third one about yeah. kind of like, well, this is how the purge has affected the, the kill country. poor people. And then the third one is about a senator who wants to become elected president to stop the purge. And you once again also meet an underground group that wants to stop the purge by killing the new founding fathers, and it's a mess. Is there any connection or connective tissue between the films? Yeah, two and three are connected by one character. Okay. Yeah. Mind you, connected in the loosest sense of the word in that he's in two and then also somehow pops up in a completely different role in three. But it is supposed to be the same character. Okay. But... If from the end of two to the beginning of three, you're like, how did that happen? But it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's it's kind of convoluted. But yeah, I mean, we've seen people go around and kill and be attacked and try to yeah. survive. That's been done and we've seen that three times I was now. seeing a lot of parallels to zombie films on, on this also. Yeah. Like Walking Dead style stuff. People stopping in the middle of the streets to have conversations <laughs> when there's clear and present danger that they should be getting away from. So that was another problem I had. Like, And sure enough, they're sitting there talking, something pops out and tries to stab them in yep. the face or whatever. I'm like... Get inside. Get to your safe spot I think before you have your discussions. Movie would have been more successful had they tightened the scope some. So instead of killing a whole project's worth of people, maybe center it around that church, you know, yeah. and and make it a little bit more personal. That makes a lot more sense. Okay, they're killing thirteen people versus oh shit, they killed four thousand people. Like, yeah. Real quick, let me let me sum up the rest of this plot real quick because we keep talking about things that are pivotal, like scenes. And I want to talk about those. But so anyway, the purge starts. Dimitri, the the we'll call him the drug dealer, the, the crime boss, um, yeah. basically is like, we're going to stay out of it. One of his underlings basically hires some of his people to try to kill him. So that's how he gets involved. Uh, Naya is going to hold up in a church with a bunch of the other people from the community. Stupid decision. Basically have a safe no, space. I think it was a good decision if you don't account for the fact that mercenaries are going to come in and kill everybody. Yeah, because no one was touching the church. Right. They had respect for it was that. Like a like, community decision. Like, this is a safe spot. We'll leave it alone. Well, here's my problem. Anytime there's a mass shooting, it's a place where people gather and box themselves in. So I can't believe that anybody would think that'd be a safe place. Well, well there's the, the purge parties, and it didn't seem like a mass shooting. The community kind of. had shown that that was not going to happen, and it wasn't until the the NFFA right. cheated 
and made that shit happen did any of that actually happen. So you know what? I think they actually had a good idea. And they did have guards. For against like a one random shooter, they probably would have been fine, right? Yes. Were they prepared for like a military mercenary strike? Turns out no. No. But so anyway. I still think um, it's a bad idea, but okay. Her her Isaiah, her brother, basically is gonna go get Skeletor. He actually ends up getting fucked up by Skeletor and is on the run. She finds out that he didn't actually abandon Staten Island like he was supposed to. She leaves the church to go find him. She gets there. She gets attacked by Skeletor. The brother comes out, kind of redeems himself. And at that point, they're going to go back and find the people at the church. And the, and movie, the movie allows Nia to find Isaiah a lot faster than it takes for Nia and Isaiah to get home. Oh, yeah. Like, me, she like ran there in like 10 minutes. And yeah, then we spend the whole rest of the film yeah. getting back to the apartment. She's going through some kind of alleyway. Like, you, you didn't do any of this on your way there. Yeah. Like, at go the back same, the same route. That's yeah. all you had to do. Yeah, at the same time, on the other end of the, at the same time frame, we have the stuff with Dimitri where he's being attacked. Right. He's consul- well, you mentioned they stab Skeletor and then he disappears for the other two thirds of the movie until they're like, oh shit, we forgot about Skeletor and bring him well, that back. Was a good, that was a good red herring. But yeah, so we'll, we'll get into some of the stuff that actually happens because there's a few things I want to talk about. So anyway, they go back to the church. They realize at that point, the NFFA office, they're like, how come people aren't purging? And then that's when they realize they got to stack the deck and cheat. So the NFFA does that. Um, Marissa Tomei finds out about it and gets killed. Right. And there, there was a part of me that was like, maybe she's not dead. Maybe it was like a decoy. No, they really kill her. No, but I thought maybe like, you know, she'd come back and there was a decoy that got killed. Maybe it was a lady at the desk that helped her or something, you know? Wow. I don't I know. I think you were the only person who thought that because yeah. they showed well, she the video. Was the, she's the biggest name in this film right. and she was utterly wasted but in it. But they shoot her in the head and then another guy walks see, up and shoots her but twice. But you don't see her face. <laughs> oh. You only see the back of her head. And I was like, that could okay. be anybody. Maybe she's not actually well, Anybody dead. with wait, that wait weird haircut. The, wait till Purge the second Purgeanine. Maybe we'll see that she <laughs> did She'll come die. back with an eye patch. <laughs> like, yeah, I do wonder what they're going to do for the next Purge if they make one because they kind well, of they, told I'll, the whole story. Well, I'll talk about that in just a second because you guys left before you stuck around to see what was up oh um, there is after credits bullshit. during credits bullshit okay so anyway basically at that point dimitri's like fuck this they're cheating we're gonna basically protect our uh community naya and isaiah are gonna go with the remaining people her her friends her latin friends back to their apartment in the project building and then um at that point the military groups the mercenaries are going and just killing groups to make it look like the purge is actually going down. They're disguised as white supremacist group, gangs, um, all sorts of stuff. So it looks like it's legit, even though it's the NFFA cheating. So then the military group gets the project, starts working their way up the project, floor by floor, killing everybody. And Dimitri is going to go up there and stop them and rescue Naya and Isaiah. And then so that happens. The big ending scene happens. Skeletor pops back up to help save the day, sort of give them the opportunity to kill some of the military people. And then the movie's over. So like I said, that's a real fast break, yeah. broken down version. But that's kind of what happens in this movie. But and they're really- all limping away from the scene. Like Dimitri and Isaiah and Nia, they're all like holding each other up and the survivors are waking up to see the new dawn the next day. And as a crowd, they're all just going somewhere. Yeah, somehow like, they're all are on they the going? street already. They're, they're already at their apartment. Where are they going? I <laughs> like, think they were maybe thinking, okay, let's get to a hospital. But they didn't say that, and they're not really moving at hospital speed or anything. No, they're just slowly lumbering along, waiting for the credits to roll. That's how all these movies Yeah, after end. that level of chaos, though, I wouldn't come out of my house right away. Hell no. Even if the horn blew, I'd be like, 
Nah. You got to give some time to ramp, like, let it ramp down, right? <laughs> Let's just make sure shit's getting back to normal here. Uh, the ending scene where they stop the last bit of the military uh, mercs that are coming in trying to take them out in the apartment, they have C4, uh, a little bundle of C4 yeah. that they throw very poorly. Oh, my God. That um, throw is so at the mercs is the worst throw. is about 10 feet away from them. Holy and then Dimitri's shooting at it and, man- and manages to hit it. And somehow the C4 does not like level the entire 14th floor. Um, I'm pretty sure in real life, everybody in the room would also be dead. There's a very Hollywood understanding of fire that if it doesn't touch you, you won't get burnt. The heat of the fire is completely irrelevant. It's just the actual touching. It's not not an explosive. It's clearly an incendiary device. But in the middle of the movie, when they first introduced that item, they're like, it's like C4. It's like, well, that's an explosive. Right. And this was just an incendiary thing. So clearly they, they didn't stick to their own it word. But also yes. sets nothing on fire. It well, like that's Hollywood 101, right? Barely like, like scars the mattress a little bit. Like, get the fuck out of here. Everything would be on fire. And honestly, you want to basically take down a, a giant building like that? Start a fire at the bottom. I don't yeah. know how many times we've said set the thing on fire to resolve. Now, I'm not recommending people do that by any form of fashion. But I'm saying like you want to take out a whole building. You don't have to go floor by floor. Just set the building on fire and work your way up. You'd think the upper floors would be fleeing to at least go up. Everyone just calmly stayed in their apartment to let these military units kill them apartment by apartment. Well, they may not have known that was going on. They may have just heard gunshots. They may have been like, I'll stay in my house and protect my home place. Maybe this comes up in the after credit scenes or during credit scenes that I missed because I had to go to the bathroom. But um, uh, And also, I was really done with this movie. There are so many dead mercenary bodies couldn't they be like, look at these mercenary bodies that came in and killed everybody? These people aren't in our community. Like, hey, NFFA people, what the fuck? That's what I'm saying. If the next movie is not like a court drama or a <laughs> like, you know, a a thriller where it's an like a drama thriller where basically these people are like exposing how the NFFA did this and people don't want to listen. Yeah. That would actually be a really good social commentary on our political situation where people don't want to listen to facts because it suits their narrative. That would be right. a good next movie. Because, yes, you're right. The the mercenaries with the identifying tattoos <laughs> are laying around. They could easily be like, look at these nine KKK guys who weren't KKK. I did find it humorous that one of the gang members apparently was a Navy SEAL of some kind. He's like, I recognize these. Dude, they are all <laughs> incredibly special forces trained. I mean, Dimitri's fucking snapping necks and doing crazy shit. Oh, it's and, incredible and, and, what and, these and drug pushers can do. Yeah, the rest of his gang are doing all kinds of fucking well, there was an amazing, military. There was a great John Wick fight in the stairwell where yeah. Dimitri's just like killing the shit and then strangles a guy to death. It's nuts. Oh, and he crushes that dude's windpipe in. I was definitely, I was like, Oh, I was like, but, that sounded real. Once again, it's like, like, God, Hollywood sometimes. He struggled for quite some time to beat up on the two women who tried to kill him. Actually, about the same amount of time it took him to kill two trained soldiers in body armor. But those two, I mean, yeah, but those two women were also highly them, trained, though. They set expectations at the beginning that those two women were like badasses. Are you uh, sure? No, yes. they're just hookers. I don't think so. Yes, I, they're, they're, like, what are they going to pay us 10 times to get out no, of this life? She, that, was, that was his bodyguards at the beginning that no, no. like... That wasn't his no, bodyguard. That was, them. that was those two girls. That was those same two girls. Because really? he's like, why did you betray me? betray me? And they're like, he offered us more money we'd seen in 10 lifetimes. And so, yes, those are the hmm. same two bodyguards that, up on that earlier had basically fucked up his underling to get him to not yeah, But they were also like, I don't know, 110 pounds and he's like 180 pounds of stacked muscle. 
I don't remember <laughs> any bodyguards at any point, so I can't refute. Yeah, this, I can't but, remember that either. But um, well, it's because you were paying more attention. What's well, when he than first says we're not going to participate in the purge, and the guy who hires the two girls is like, "Fuck that! Yeah. I'm going to participate in the purge." His female bodyguard. No, she wasn't. She was one with of the, him. She got shot in the head, and he put a coat on her. Yeah, at the end. she wasn't one of the hookers. No, that wasn't the same girl, was it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought that was... No, these were just like street hookers who... Who had military training? Apparently, everyone in this... Everyone (laughs) in Staten Island is a Navy SEAL. Don't get me wrong. That was a pretty hot scene up to that point, though. Look, I mean, it was impressive, but it's like... At first, I was like, I get it. Okay, he's just a drug lord. It makes sense he can't fight these two ladies. Um, But then when we find out, like, later, we see how incredibly trained he is. He's like, he should have had this no problem. Like, yeah, that 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 is a failure there. So yeah, Garrett, I think you're just confusing the the women at the beginning, uh, or the woman the the bodyguard was yeah. with him the whole time. Okay, yeah, because they they both fought. Like I was like, there's no way there's this many people that know how to fight that. I so I thought it was the same people. Yeah. I think they had street cred because they were slashing at him with knives and stuff. I mean, they yeah, were they fierce. Were. They, they were, were fierce. fierce. I'll give them that. There's a couple other really crazy scenes, like Skeletor when the purge starts, like tapes and bandages, like yeah, three hypodermic, hypodermic needles full of something to his fist. I'm like, that's not going to work, my dude. It worked. He I killed like, one guy for sure. You punch someone with that, those things are getting pushed up your arm, True. or you know, it's like, how do you plunge the push the plungers in? You got It's going to take your extra hand. Yeah. It's so inefficient. Well, I think they were just for stabbing purposes. Maybe, maybe but they were like, like, maybe they were used needles. He didn't know where they came yeah. from, so maybe he could infect. I mean, you'd with- have to be really precise though. Because if you just stab someone with three needles like in your arm, I mean, it would fucking hurt, but you're not going to die. You'd have to get it like right in the heart. I don't think you're going to get the puncture depth that the movie was claiming he was. I know. It did make some really gross sounds for three needles. Yeah, they were not that long either. It was kind of like, okay. I mean, yeah, you're right. You would, It would definitely, you'd feel it. Yeah, it But hurt, you wouldn't but... die from it. <laughs> no. There's people who walk around with like gunshot wounds. That's another thing this movie does. And Hollywood in general, it's just like you get shot once through the shoulder and everyone's like, don't worry about it. I got this. It's like you get shot through the shoulder. Even the toughest of dude is still like, yeah. fuck. Also, like, your arm is then useless. You're not just going to get to start doing weird arm shit. Like you which, can't keep fighting. Like you're done. Your arm is done. But to be fair, least. we're nitpicking about Hollywood at this point. Yeah, so we got we to pull it back. Let's pull, pull it, well, it back I do, to the I do need to say that at some point, Isaiah cuts his leg, is limping for a while, and then later on is f- running full speed yeah. away from Skeletor. Well, he's got that adrenaline, else. baby. Yeah. He made it home and he got some to rest, like in video games. He rested for one hour, healed all his wounds. He was he ready used, to go. He used the med pack. Yeah. First aid sprayed it up and he's ready to go. The one scene that I thought was the biggest, greatest kind of like social commentary of um, it was so weird. Like she, Naya is out there trying to find Isaiah. Are you talking about the guy in the sewer? Yeah, where he's grabbing at it. He's he's like fucking pussy grabbers and like it pauses on her face kind of like get it? Remember that whole thing that happened? You know, these are the kind of people these are the kind of people who want to do this. We're digging Trump now. We're taking a dig at Trump. Yeah, you call him a pussy grabbing (laughs) motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. And it was weird. Like the guy in the sewer had a baby doll taped to the front of his face. It It was a gas mask and he had the baby doll taped to the front so when he breathed in and out it made baby crying noises. Which isn't, I don't think how baby dolls work. No, it's not. But it was it was was clever. clever. I actually did like that. I thought that was clever. It did make Nia stop in the middle of the street, and that's how she got caught. She's like, I hear a crying right. baby. Do you think this movie was written because someone was dating someone who makes masks and was all like, baby, my mask business isn't taking off. She's like, you no. know what? I got you. Hold I'm, up. I'm glad you bring that up. 
because all these masks and wearing KKK hoods is not the proper attire if you're going to be going out and killing. It's going to make breathing hard, number one. And seeing. That mask is going to be flapping in in your face. You're going to get your eye holes covered. Each purge has has expanded on their mask square. Like the first purge, they had a little face covering. And obviously by this one, they got weird sound making machines and shit. Um, But hired mercenaries should be coming in with some sort of goggles, I would expect. Well, they're trying... One, they were trying to look like homemade yes. gangs and mer- you know they weren't they were trying to look like anything other than mercenaries and they weren't s- expecting Staten Island to also be a military base they thought they were just killing civilians so they weren't prepared they weren't for, pre- <laughs> they weren't prepared for gun loving crime yeah. lord Dimitri for an organized uh, military presence that well exists. they had that purge party at the beginning like hey people are just partying they're not doing it and everyone's in masks and I was like who decided on that like who said like right. hey everyone you know those masks we've been hanging on to all year now is the perfect time for us to get to use them were they handing out flyers because the drug dealer didn't know what a purge party was and he's like I don't know but if anyone would be in the loop it would be that group of people um, I just knocked my drink over, y'all. Uh, would be that group of people. So how did they all decide to body paint and mask independent of each other? Maybe that's just party protocol 101. Either yeah, you know or you true. don't know, John. I'm old I like now. I don't go. Yeah, I don't go to purge parties. So Party City was having a buy one, get 10 free. <laughs> what are you going to do with your $5,000? Well, I'm going to buy a lot of fucking masks. That's what I'm going to do. That's another question, though, is like, how do they get that money? Right. Direct deposit? You getting checks? You getting you, checks? Yeah. And if that's the case, who's going to stop you from getting robbed for your five thousand dollar check? True, that's five thousand purge bucks, which you can come collect at the bank. The and five K is not a lot of money, I, but yeah. especially for New York. But still, like, you think was, a lot of people would move out of Staten Island? I was thinking that, like, they were like, "This is life changing money for me," and I'm like, "Look, if someone gave me five thousand dollars, I'd be very, very happy." I don't know that it would change my life, though. Well, to be fair, we're also in a little bit, I mean, you know, just to show how rich (laughs) we are, listeners, you know, 5,000 bucks may not be as much to you and I as inner city project. Fair, but they at least had $10,000 in property destruction. Oh, yeah. No, I don't. Maybe the $5,000 to cover the property damage is going to happen from staying in the purge. I would like to see Dimitri, like, basically take his his crime and drug money and revitalize Staten Island and turn it into, like, a purge-free zone. Like, we don't participate in the purge at the end of the year. And if you come into Staten Island, like a Escape from New York level type, you know, like, you come <laughs> in, we'll fuck you up, bro. Once again, the day after movie is going to be better than the original. For sure. Rebuilding the city. What do these people do next? Yeah, is purge damage covered by your homeowner's insurance? Oh, that's a good question. Or actually, I guess they would have renter's insurance. You'd have to that's get even that worse. on your policy. Yeah. 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 Is it covered by FEMA? Does FEMA have oh, to come yeah. in is and basically a- repair the place because it is now officially an unsafe living condition? Lots of good questions See, here. these, these are things purge. that were not, not brought up in the purge movies. That Donate at your local Red Cross. We're going to need blood, too. There's going to be a blood drive for purge victims, and and how's that going to work? I mean... Lots of questions. Dude, so many questions. I mean, in the first purge, the original purge movie, they drive a guy to the hospital, like, as soon as purge is over, you'd expect it to be a fucking war zone in there, but it was just like a regular day. There's like people just milling about. It was not hard to get him seen. So apparently there's not a lot of hospital usage after the purge. Which is ludicrous. Yes. That place would be crazy. jammed full of people with cuts, wounds, yes. and gunshots. Who's wounds. responsible for picking up the bodies? Because a lot of dead bodies. Great question. Who disposes that? Does the trash does the trash pick up dead bodies now since you can't throw away biological waste? In, in your one trash of the cans? movies, there was a person who had a cart that was purge disposal services. Monty Python style. I'm not yeah, dead yet. It's exactly what it was. Bring exactly. out your dad. <laughs> um, I don't remember which one that was, though. 
Good Lord. We oh. got a lot of questions for Jason Bloom. He's got some answering yeah. to do. Wait, Listen, buddy, do I don't... This? this is a Blumhouse yeah, film, right? I don't like yeah. your, your, your more world building. This is a half-thought-out world, okay? Where's the Purge Bible? Can I get a book of some kind? We're going to need to delve into this lore. Yeah. Do you guys think an actual Purge would help anything? No. no. Okay. That was unanimous. <laughs> All right. That's cool. Because, like, you ever been mad and then, like, punched a wall or slammed a book or something... But it doesn't really help. Like next thing you just now your hand just hurts and well, or the next day you feel guilty, like if you yell at someone. Well Dimitri's character actually comments about that because remember he kills the the his underling that yeah. tried to like like assassinate him and he's all like, I guess that means I've purged. Am I supposed to feel better? Am I yeah. supposed to not want to do anything for the rest of the year? And they kinda laugh, like, of course that's not gonna like fix the problem. And of course I'm not like gonna let that go. You need maybe more mature coping mechanisms than killing each other for uh for your But anger. do you feel like there there actually would be legit um not maybe not like killing people, crime is legal, but do you think there would actually be legit something like, you know, like if, you know, one day a year, you know, drugs were legal in Utah, you know, or something like that. I think that would just lead to a lot of dead uh people who don't normally take drugs. And okay. we have a place for stuff like that. It's called Las Vegas. That's not, come on, man. That's a generalization. Because <laughs> for Just most go. quality of life crimes in general, like, like if you want to do drugs, listen, this might be news to some of you law and order folks, but it is not hard to find drugs in America. No, it's not. Um, we don't condone it, but they're out there. Yeah. I well, condone it. Yeah, it depends on the drug. <laughs> but. Um, Smoke up, America. It's, it's not very challenging to find drugs. So I don't know that having like a day where everyone could get drugs, like. It'd be good no, for the I, drug I, well, dealers. I mean, that was a bad example, yeah, no, but, but you get, know, do you see what I'm saying? Like, I do don't you think, think there's any like kind of catharsis like, in in acting in lashing out. Per, I mean, maybe for some people, but for me personally, I just end up feeling bad later once you calm down and you think about like, oh, I shouldn't have done. Oh, that. you know that what they should stupid. do in vein of trimmers? They should do an old west purge <laughs> with the Hatfields and McCoys yep, yep, because yep. that thing's been going on for yeah. years that's where they and go years. next, and then purge in space, like, and then purge in the hood. We just had, I guess, but yeah, or they could do like a Westworld purge crossover. Over. See, I haven't Ooh. seen Westworld. Yeah, well, you well, purge robots. You go live yeah. out your fantasy and basically do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. That's um, called Las Vegas, Mark. <laughs> yeah. I think there's a lot more less destructive options out there that will get you to vent any kind of frustrations, anger, and and you know resentment you may have. Like I said at the top, you got video games. You've got. Drugs, if you so choose, alcohol. Loud music. Yeah, some people find uh, catharsis in religion and so yeah. many other options out there that we don't have to resort to turning off the laws and going into straight lawlessness for 12 hours. That great, yeah. I think you're right. I think and there'd be a lot of purge guilt like the next absolutely. day. Absolutely, like we brought up before. Yeah. You're going to remember that. Purge suicide hotlines. It has know, to be. Support groups. Be the like, next day you got to go to work and look everybody in the face and be like, actually, yeah, I, I fucking purge. Isn't the third purge, there's actually support groups. There's purge support groups where people get together like, and they're just like, I was affected by the purge. And that's how they find people for their underground movement. Uh, I think so. Maybe, it's the yeah, second or the third it, one that's might have been that's like a throwaway thing, but yeah, yeah. They, they do have like purge. I do want to mention a couple other things uh, before we move forward. Actually, and, I want to mention something real quick before okay. I forget. Lex Scott Davis's hair in this movie was fucking fabulous. Oh, so oh, legit. So good. She had the the, the little like the the, um, the metal beads yeah, kind of holding some of those braids dope. perfectly. Oh, she looks so good with that hair. I was like, girl, as someone who shaves his head, I was so <laughs> jealous of her hair. I was like, oh, that's just fucking gorgeous. Yeah, that was good hair. So, you know, kudos on your hair or your hairstylist. Keep that shit up. Or your wig extensions. It's probably some kind of weave. Everyone had good hair yeah. in this, though. I yeah. mean, the, even the guys had, like, good. nice fades. Yeah. I mean... 
I don't know that I dig Dimitri's whole beard look. It was kind of weird. It had like a weird like right angle in it. But anyway, overall. You know, style. What can you do? Boy, we're really getting into the weeds now. The Uh, shoes were. Did you say the weeds or the weaves? Weeds. weaves. I thought you said the weaves. I was like, dude, I don't know about that. (laughs) That don't look like natural hair there. So I do want to mention that I thought the um, the purge montage was awful. They just had a flamethrower shooting at the camera, and then yeah. they show a guy fall over, and then some more flamethrower flames, and then another guy falls over, and like, <laughs> why well, some? I guess this music had some undertones of what sounded like maybe New Orleans music, yeah. or like that old soul kind of. Well, uh, what is a and class stuff. four weapon? So they actually talk about that. They they you can't use explosives. That's later. They notably did not mention it. And normally, in this one didn't per- have to see any rules against. It's weaponry. a class four weapons or below. Okay. Or I, don't, I don't know what in New York or the in, federal government. Could. I don't know if that's a real thing or not. In it is. There are, there are class different classes of in weapons. In later ones, they do say you can only use like class two explosives or some bullshit. But um, yeah. probably because of this movie. Well, like the the homeless ladies, they're they're teddy bear bombs and stuff yeah. like that. Those would have been legal because they made them out of like cell right. phones and they're not huge. And but they like, also didn't do the bit where they're like government employees rank ten and above are excluded. See, I don't think so. they. Again, this was the experiment to see yeah. if people would be affected by it. I don't think they had thought. I think once they like actually like oh this works now we need to actually flesh it out right because that's a big plot point in three they cut a, they they like oh yeah we're sorry we're picking on poor people now no one's excluded so that they can go kill the senator mm, oh really yeah okay yeah see, I didn't know that I do also want to mention that Isaiah had a Halloween poster of Michael I saw Myers that, in his yeah. room mm-hmm. you see it briefly um, also being uh, that was a sick poster I was like man yeah, hope they sell cool. that uh, <laughs> any other thoughts on this before we wrap up the film. Uh, yeah, actually, so you guys left right after the credits started rolling, so you missed the part where um, they kind of like cut to Arlo, the the white chief of state. the chief yeah. of state. He's actually like, well, as you can see, it was a great success based off. No, the I body saw that count. part. Okay, yeah. so that was going on. Um, he basically justifies it, and he's like, we're hoping to have an official purge nationwide as early as next year. So then, cut back to the credits. That's when you guys left. Yes, that's when we left. Right. Yeah. And then halfway through the credits, they stop the credits, smash cut to black, and then have a commercial, a full length minute to two minute commercial for the Purge TV show, which is going to be on USA this year. It's a 10 episode series where basically it's they I say basically a lot. God, I'm sorry about that. If you're if you're doing the drinking game at home, drink every time I say basically. I'm basically um, gonna have to cut that whole bit out. <laughs> no, no, keep that in. That's the drinking game. That's the new <laughs> drinking game. Um so they they do this commercial for on USA TV, uh they're going to have a purge mini series for ten episodes and th- it's going to be based or like I guess each episode will be based around a different person having to deal with the purge, and there might be like an overarching story amongst them all. Purge West Wing. Listen to me, USA. <laughs> I think it's probably already done. I think the West Wing part of it is like, are we protected? Yes, yeah. we're good. Okay, I want the legal aspect of it. I want like a, a New York public defender to be like, <laughs> what do we do about these dead bodies? Who's going to protect these people? Who's going to you know? But yeah, there's going to be a USA TV show this wow. year for the Purge, and I think right. that's where the next big Purge project is. Are either of you going to tune in for that? Fuck no, no. Unless it's on Hulu, then maybe I'll watch it for free. But I, first I off, you guys say, made so. me get up at eleven o'clock this morning to go see this movie to the theater. This is like the earliest I've ever gone to see a movie. You actually ever. liked it though. At least you liked it. I did. I was so. actually, and really you were upset. the most vocal about not wanting to see it at oh, all. I was so pissed about having to watch this movie because again, I couldn't remember, but I thought I'd seen the first Purge, and I had. I hated it. I did a little research about yeah. the second and third one watching like this YouTube like synopsis and I was like, oh, this is just terrible. 
And then going into this one, I didn't expect anything but just pain and torture. And um, it, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I, I would recommend this movie, honestly. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I just, listeners, I'm going to go off the rails here. Mark might actually cut this. Mark, you have 75 fucking app updates and 1,200 <laughs> emails to read. How do you survive with those red dots? On That would make me want to purge. My roommate has the same thing. Her, her mail app has like triple digits yeah. and i'm just like dude marco mark email. all is red and update your fucking apps bro or- i just ignore him i don't even see the red man <laughs> oh. it's just not even there when the purge happens his purge <laughs> app's not gonna be up to date <laughs> and so you know what he's gonna get purged oh, i'm gonna purge I'm gonna be in the wrong place at the wrong time that's, that's what you're gonna do on purge night you're gonna go after mark and then i'm gonna have to chase you oh. down going after i'm just mark. going after mark's cell phone i'm gonna take it and throw it and be like bro just update yeah. it be like either it I'll- seems to be bugging you more than it's bugging me <laughs> oh, so i'll just I get look, off the main screen here look down and i was like 70 i don't know one I don't even think I have 75 apps on my phone, but man, all right. As we all check our phone to see if we have any red dots. Um, I would not recommend it either to piggyback on Mark here. Yeah, I if if it was on TV or something, if I was in passing, I'd, I'd say maybe check it out. But I'm not certain you're going to get a whole lot out of this one if you've already seen the other three, but I don't yeah, know. I haven't I'd seen agree. Um, I would say if, check it out for the soundtrack. The soundtrack, probably the best part of the movie. You Acting's could also just buy the soundtrack. Yeah, you probably could just do that too. I see. I don't know. No, I would actually, say, you can't because I looked it up, and the on iTunes anyway, the soundtrack doesn't have the rap songs. It, it has like instrumental bullshit that must have been playing that I didn't even. Well, when that happens, they, they do that. When, yeah. they, when they do that, they usually have two soundtracks. Yeah, so they, they have haven't the, done the inspired. They by have the yet. OST, the original yeah. soundtrack, and then they have the the music from yeah whatever. So right now they like only the, have the OST. Uh, really? Which is lame. I thought I saw it the other day. Damn. Oh. But well, I do think I would like to see the purge come to Texas because I think everybody here is armed except for Austin. Um, <laughs> I think it'd be maybe a different movie than what we've kind of seen. Um, we don't know where the first one took place. We just know it's in some rich suburban community. See, I don't want to see it come to Texas because I feel like there'd be a lot of really questionable purging going on. They do always I, happen. I think there's room to yeah. write a good script in they, Texas. They do always happen in urban areas, some kind of rural purge might be interesting yeah all right well if you guys don't have any other thoughts let's see if there was a grave mistake oh man me 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 wait that's the wrong song anyway john do you have a grave mistake for the purge yeah, I think I touched on it. I think they should have shrunk the scope some, taken it out of, oh, it's this whole huge projects and, and kept it focused like on a church or like on that church or just something a little more personal would have probably made this more enjoyable and made this it make more sense within universe. I don't believe, maybe I'm naive about Americans, but if you show a bunch of news footage of a church, just everybody fucking laying dead in a bunch of pews of the church, that people are going to be like, you know what? Fucking sign me up for that. Like, it would have made more sense as a success in the eyes of the new founding fathers if it, I think it had been smaller than, I mean, God. Well, compared to the country, Staten Island's pretty small. Yeah, but I mean, we're talking about, they, God, probably. You got to have a big enough experiment, too. No, I, I get oh, it. The, I think when the story, mercenaries, yeah, focused. when the mercenaries came in, if like the, the experiment should have been the whole island. The story should have focused on a small part of it. Um, 
and when the mercenaries came in, they should have focused on a small part of it too, because it just felt like it was too extreme to have them be like, this was great. We should do this everywhere. I think most people would be like, do I want to be in a community where I'm going to get shot up in church? Like, I don't know. Anyway, that was my mistake. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll I'll not counterpoint that then because that is your mistake. But at the very beginning, they do kind of touch on like in the the whole this is where the society is exposition, the long ass society. This is the exposition. Yeah. Um. They kind of talk about how people are uncomfortable with this idea, but you know things have become so tense that it could work. Yeah, they should just legalize weed. And the, Problem the fear-mongering, because the NFFA was based off of fear-mongering. They even say that. They're like, there's no way they can win with all their fear-mongering. And then yeah. they win. So it's like, you know what? I would believe that people would be like, yeah, okay. I do believe that this it. government, that this country would legalize murder before they legalize drugs. You I do so? believe that. I don't think so. That's, uh, no, because they're already, half the states have legalized drugs. We're but, a, well, yeah. one of them. Um, not all of them. Fair, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't, I don't necessarily think I had a great mistake this week. There was a lot that just kind of, I was not too impressed with. So there wasn't like one moment that I can hone in on. Maybe the fact that the C4 was not an explosive device, but an incendiary one. And it would have, and if it was explosive, it would have taken out the entire 14th floor. Um, you know, that kind of stuff. I was kind of like, oh, okay, this is how this is over. But, Structural yeah. damage to the building at least. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Garrett. Um, well, I'll avoid saying that the great mistake of this movie was Marissa Tomei. You know, it should have been Rosie Perez in this movie, but no, I, I would say the only thing I actually had a moment of issue with is Dolores, who was a great moment of comic relief, had a few jokes that were so childish that I was kind of like, uh, it really took me out of the intense moment that we were in. But they worked. I heard other people around us laughing. And again, they, they landed. worked, but for me, they yeah. didn't. So I would say that would be my great mistake. It's a little bit, I'll, I'll say, basic juvenile writing in certain scenes. But other than that, nice. I enjoy it. Again, I would recommend it. I wouldn't say spend normal prices, but matinee prices, yeah. sure. On Netflix, absolutely. But um, yeah, I enjoyed it. So I don't have a lot of complaints about it. Okay. Well, that's going to do it for the purge. Everyone listening at the home. The first purge. The first the purge. First purge. But anyway, so I just want to say this is our 15th episode. Go us. Woo-hoo! Somehow we made it this far. We still feel good about it? Somehow. I think, we, I think we're just starting, baby. Yeah. Um, we may be looking at some new changes, uh, possibly going to a weekly release. So um, Get you guys some more movies out there? Yeah. Maybe a, a quicker turnaround on that. Some shorter episodes so we can get through those easier. Uh, thank you to everyone who stuck with us through the 15 episodes. We hope you keep tuning in. Please let anybody you know that would enjoy the content pass us along and check us out at our social media. Uh, we have a Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and a YouTube channel. We'll be updating those shortly and you can check out www.thegravetalk.com to see other content and other things we've been up to. Yes, you can. All right. All right. And with that, this will wrap up. The you guys ready to go purge? Episode. Yes. Let's go purge. <laughs> Yay. Yay.